Welcome to The Fight with Teddy Atlas, presented by Dynamic Striking. I'm Ken Rideout, joined as always by the great humanitarian and legend, Teddy Atlas. Teddy, how you doing? Good. Uh, look good. Did you run here or did you fly here? I ran with Rob this morning, easy 12 miles in the rain, in the lightning. Uh, it was yeah, terrible. That's where speed comes in, too. Yeah. Dodge. <laughs> you're, you're, All running the lightning. You're, that reminds me. You're like Crawford. In a way, I once said when I was breaking down a few years ago, I did a thing for ESPN. It's still out there if people want to go find it, but I played on ESPN, a couple parts to it, where I was breaking down Crawford and his formative fights on his way up to become what he's become. And the fights that I thought most um, influenced his trajectory to the tremendous fighter that he is. And as I was looking at it, I found, and I did it with him, I broke it down. I, I was commenting on it as we watched it together. And I said, look at this part here. This is, what a, this is one of your greatest attributes. Your ability, as the guy was coming, he took a step back, made a miss, bang, bang, made a miss, bang, 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 bang. As he continued to stay, take steps back, Continue to give himself room to punch and room for the other guy to make mistakes. Wow, it was magnificent. It really was. And I said to him, I said, you know what you're doing right there? And he looked at me, he said, what? I said, you're walking in the rain without getting wet. <laughs> I wish I didn't get wet. Unfortunately, everything got wet, including my shoes. But after that, I was telling Rob, in the Gobi Desert, it literally like, made me almost immune now to conditions because every day we'd start, we did a 50 mile stage on the fourth day and within the first mile we crossed two rivers. So you've got 50 miles to go and they make you get waist deep in cold water. So your shoes and socks sounds, are soaked sounds like you were going, to run. It sounds like you were applying for the a position in the SEAL team. <laughs> really, seriously. That, was, that, that could have been, I'm, I'm serious, that could have been like good training for to get ready to go to a, camp to be a U.S. SEAL. Oh, it was I mean, definitely. U.S. SEAL is even worse. But tough physical training, but I kept reminding myself during the during those tough days. Because those U.S. SEAL desert. guys are special. Yeah. As we were doing it, I was thinking of, man, imagine doing this as your job, only someone is trying to kill you and your life depends That's on your ability to get this to distance yeah. covered with being smart at the same time. That might make it still a little more difficult. So it made it more palatable for sure. But, um, Guys, short episode, shorter episode today than normally. Uh, we're going to do a quick preview of the Crawford-Spence fight. We're going to break it down, break down all the X's and O's. But tune in this Thursday because we're going to put up a full fight plan. As all our fans of the show will know, Teddy and I get in the ring. We go through a full breakdown. Teddy demonstrates all the different techniques that both guys can use. Two techniques for each fighter that they can use to take advantage of the other man and get the victory, and it's incredibly thorough. And for Spence Crawford, right? Spence Crawford, yep. Might get another one coming, too. Yep. After that, but in a way, and, and I'll fold. That was previously. That would have already aired by the time oh, yeah. this comes up, but that's good. We're recording a lot here. Teddy's got a big trip coming up to Ireland, so we're trying to get some of this stuff in the can. So we'll be back on August first-ish, whatever the two, first Tuesday in August, we'll be back with a breakdown of everything we may have missed in the last week or two. So please stick with us. Know that we'll be back. But let's jump into the Crawford Spence. Let's jump, jump into the X's and O's. Like I said, 
Thursday, you'll get a full demonstration of what to look for uh, with the in-ring Teddy on the uh, throwing punches. But now we're going to discuss the, um, from a technical standpoint, break down the uh, action as a, like the true analyst and professional that you are. Let's jump into what are you looking for here? What should the fans be aware of? And uh, what's got you most excited? Sounds like fights. Going on that premise that has been the right premise to go on throughout the history of this sport for the most part, Styles should make a good fight. It should be a good one. You have to naturally bigger man in Spence, obviously. You don't need Teddy Atlas. By the way, Teddy, I believe Spence has already said on Twitter, when I'm done with Bud, I'm going up to 154 and taking everyone out. So he's already intimated that he's moving on after this fight. To that point, we don't. He's such a big welterweight, and when when you look at him, you wonder if you've been in this business as I have, you wonder how the hell does he make the weight? He's yeah. that big, yeah. and now you just gave a pretty good idea of it's not easy. Yeah, you you just put that out there for the fans. He doesn't make it too easily. Um, it's a but he always a, makes it. He makes totally it, but it's a strain. Yeah. Um, and he will move up because obviously he's starting to feel uh, he's starting to feel the what you feel when you've been making that way for so long yeah. since the amateurs basically yep. and you just hope that he can make it one last time the proper way yeah. that it doesn't in any way compromise him because yeah. again point. he's such a big guy but you got the other you got Crawford who's the smaller man actually he's moved up three weight classes to get here but he's an anomaly, not only an anomaly. anomaly. Thank you. You hear from more reasons than one. More than you could looks. In a way that he's carried that power with him up in all those weight classes. So you have the naturally bigger guy. Here, here's where it gets interesting for me. You have the naturally bigger guy who brings all the things you think about with a bigger guy. <laughs> he's gonna, he can bring aggression. He's a good body puncher. You know, he's gonna try to impose his size as well as his will, because he likes to be aggressive, but he's gonna impose his size if he can on the smaller man. He's gonna bring all of that. But in my estimation, here's where it takes an interesting twist and turn a little bit. The more explosive, pure puncher, I always say punches, uh, born and not made, the more explosive pure puncher is still the smaller guy. Yep. And the guy with the faster hands is the smaller guy, yeah. Crawford. And the guy who's a little more one-dimensional or a little more dimensional, and I'm not saying Spence is one-dimensional, he's far from it. He's a real complete fighter. He's, he's fundamentally really solid. He was a Olympian for a reason. He's that good. And He's got that pedigree, that experience, fighting all kinds of different styles internationally for all those years as an amateur. But Crawford, a little bit more versatile and dimensional, where he can make a living on the outside with his jab, with his long reach. He's got a very long reach. He can set up traps. He can do a magnificent job counterpunching as you try to get to him past that long reach, and he can also go get you. And he's a nasty son of a gun. <laughs> he is so when he has to be a guy when he has to. He can go and get you. He's not adverse to 
getting a little dirt on them in the ditches. For sure. Uh, sitting in that pocket. So very interesting. And where you would think, again, the advantages with the bigger guy, maybe not all of them at, after, at first glance. And you look into it beyond the first glance and you get a little deeper like we are. Maybe not all of those as much as it seems obvious where, yeah, bigger guy, but the other guy can punch. Bigger guy, but the other guy's faster. Bigger guy, but the other guy can also go inside and outside. Here's where I got to give more credit also to Spence. Yeah, a lot of people think, if you think he's just a sink and destroy guy, you're thinking wrong because he's more than that. He didn't get to this place just being a heat sinking missile because they get blown up. Mm. They, 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 they get shot out of the sky. Yep. What, he's got a jab. He's got an educated jab. He's a southpaw. He's got an educated jab, and he uses it really well. He uses it to get in, but he also uses it to set up counters on his own, in his own right, to set up traps on his own right. Not to the degree that Crawford Cannon does, but he can do it too. He's got that ability too. He uses it to come forward undercover safely, properly, responsibly. It was, it was on hand. An example of that was on hand when he beat Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia here was a small guy and, and Spence wanted to impose his physicality on him. But he didn't beat him just because of that. He beat him because he took away Mikey Garcia's one chance to outjam him, to outbox him, to counter him on the outside, to live on the outside. The jab of Spence was so good, the southpaw jab, that it did not allow Mikey Garcia to dominate where he needed to dominate, hit it out with the jab, with the quick feet. So look for that. That's going to be part of it. It's going to be a big part of it. Also look for the body work of Spence. If you're the bigger man, Ken, one thing you want to do if you can, go to the smaller man's body. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it just makes sense. It just, it, 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 nothing makes more sense. And he will look. I just described Crawford as being wiry. He's tall. He's got good size. He's got good reach. But he's fit. Yep. Go to that thin body. Go to that smaller body. And Spence, well, he, he's got the ability to do that. He's done it throughout his career. It's one of his stronger points, one of his stronger attributes. He will look to do that. But here's where it gets even more interesting. <laughs> to get to the body, you got to get close. And that's where Crawford, with his power, with his speed, with his counter-punching ability, with his... IQ, his ability to set traps, he can be a son of a gun. Mm -hmm. He can catch you on the way in. And I think he's going to look to catch him with uppercuts on the way in. He being special, he's going he's to look to catch him with uppercuts coming in. He's going to look to catch him with right hooks coming in um, when he's in the southpaw stands. And that's another part of him being dimensional. He can switch hits so he, he can go from lefty to righty, orthodox to southpaw without missing a beat. Not too many fighters can do it at the level that Spence has and can do in his career. So you got, as Crawford can do, I should say, 
He got Spencer Southpaw, who's in that stance always. But again, to the dimensional, to the, to speaking again to the dimensions of Crawford that I think give him an edge in this fight. He can go left to your righty. He can counter with the right hook as you come in, or he can counter with the left hook. And he can go orthodox with the southpaw killer against the southpaw, Spence, the right hand, the straight right. He, he's got all those options. Spence will try to impose that physicality, that will. But as we already said, both these guys have strong wills. Both these guys are right up here. Both these guys are not flawed in the mental area. And with that, let me say one thing is when you, as you've always said, when you get two guys that are both tough and both good, usually the smarter guys win. Guy wins every time. And if you're being smart and you're doing everything right, you'd be taking care of your health and wellness. That includes. Do you think I didn't come prepared? <laughs> you didn't think I come with mine? That's right. Yeah, I'm ready. Part of being prepared, not only as a fighter, but as a professional and a responsible adult, means taking care of your health and wellness. And there's no better way to do that than with Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash atlas, and they'll send you 10 of these free travel packs with your first purchase. Teddy and I take this stuff every day. I travel with it everywhere, including running across the Gobi Desert. I carried this. Everything I carried had to make sense because I was carrying it for seven days. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Atlas. They'll send you 10 of the free travel packs. Athletic Greens is the one in all in one green powder drink. It's sourced from 75 whole food sourced ingredients. So it's real food. All the best parts of fruits and vegetables combined into one easy to digest serving. Mix it with eight to 10 ounces of water in the morning. Boom. Take care of all your needs. If there's one supplement you take every day, take Athletic Greens. This is sincere. We don't, we're not shills for this company. They've been, they've been with us from day I've one. I've been here for four hours already with this marathon guy. <laughs> that ain't easy. That ain't easy. Let me tell you, he's got a motor a little bit younger and a little bit more horsepower, I guess, in the running game than me. And it's been showing. But this is keeping me in the game. Keeping me in the game today, helping me today, keeping me almost up to par with this young <laughs> whippersnapper runner we're, we're over here. Team where one person lacks, the other picks up the slack, and Teddy's got us covered on all the boxing knobs. No, I'm kidding aside. I took this stuff before I left my house, and um, I got to tell you, I come from a different realm than you, the fight realm, <laughs> and you fight your own different kind of fight. <laughs> It's all a fight. But for me, part of this that makes it so productive, so effective, is obviously the nutriment that's in it, obviously the, the supplement that it gives you from that standpoint uh, that you put into your body, because you gotta put the right things in your body. Um, your body will uh, only go as far as uh, you allow to go by what you put in it. Um, that's a big part of, you know, you put gas in a car, you better put the right gas in, you better put the right gas into your body. But for me, it goes a little bit beyond that. For me, everything is this. 75%, 25% is this, which is very important. But it allows you to just have the confidence to know that, yeah, I put the right stuff in. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the backup. 
I'll let him know I got the spare tank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I put that STP in the engine. Yeah. You know, you're not going to put the cheapest gas in a Ferrari engine, and it's like I know it can sound like hyperbole or cliche, but if you don't take care of your health and wellness and your nutrition, the same way you train, the same way you study, you're making a mistake and you're leaving money on the table. So, and this affects everything from your gut health to your neurological health. I mean, if you want to be healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. Take care of your health and wellness like your life depends on it because it does. Athleticgreens.com slash Atlas for 10 of the free travel packs. Teddy, with everything being said that we've discussed about this fight, the line is Terrence Crawford has blown out essentially to a plus to a minus 175 favorite. I think he started at around minus 125. I could be off by a couple dollars, but in that context, you're getting plus money, plus 135 now on Crawford. Again, this line has moved a lot. The money's obviously coming in on Bud Crawford. Talk to me about who you like and why, and uh, giving the line, taking the line into consideration. Again, for the folks at MyBookie, mybookie.ag, use the promo code ATLAS. Who do you like and why? I like both guys. I know I can't sit in that fence. Um, I got to give you somebody. Where I think, as I hopefully I broke it down thoroughly enough, where it really separates for me is that Crawford does have the power, even as a smaller man, to slow down the bigger man. Because he's going to have to slow him down so he doesn't control the rhythm of the fight, dominate the rhythm of the fight, um, the, the momentum of the fight, if you will. So I think that's very important that he does have to pop to do that, and also the hand speed to deliver the pop, and also the IQ to find the delivery that's the right delivery, and the versatility to that if the aggression is too much from uh, Spence, he can go to plan B. He has those abilities, and like I said, Spence is not just a walking guy. He's much more than that, but at the end of the day, I think that he will hang his hat a little bit on trying to be the bigger guy. And part of being a bigger guy is to be aggressive and to get to your man. To your man. Uh, and like I said, to go do some good body work. But one of the, the versatility, where Crawford, not only with the long arms and, and the height and the hand speed and, and the ability to counter and set traps, can do damage on the outside. He's not adverse, as I said earlier to going inside, sitting in the pocket, and catching you with a sneaky shot if you're a little fat on the inside, where you can catch you with something you don't see. And those are the punches that can do that. Uh -huh. There's one other, there's one other quality trait that is very, it's, it's not common, that I believe I've seen in Crawford, that makes him, I believe, special. And Spence is special too, but this is a quality that is a, is a little rare. He's got some of the best instincts I've ever seen, where he instinctually will know what to do innately, subconsciously, just make an adaptation right on the moment, under fire, at a most urgent time to come up with the right thing. Not everyone has those. He, he has them to a high degree. Whereas Customato, my mentor, used to say, Teddy, 
every once in a while you see a guy that can make it up as he's doing it. And I see that in Crawford, where he can make it up as he's doing it. That kind of instinct is invaluable. And in a fight like this, such a tight fight, such a closely contested fight, such a difficult fight, that can make a big difference. At the end of the day, everything said, I'm going with Crawford to be the one still standing when this sandstorm ends <laughs> and there's only one man standing, which is what makes boxing so magnificent. And of course the UFC and the MMA, but we're talking about boxing right now, is that at the end of the day, <laughs> both men want to one the same thing, but only one can get it. And we get the privilege of watching how they get to that, watching how they go about that, watching who is left standing, watching two great warriors put it all out there, yeah. risk it all, because you should never forget what I've always said on ESPN over all the years, that the reason why I would always get so crazed or one of these judges would do something wrong, or one of the referees would do something wrong. The reason I was so nuts and passionate about it was because I understand more than maybe most the risk that these guys take and the reality of that risk, where when you go into this squared circle, into this chamber of truth, if you will, when you go into it, you leave with less of yourself. It's just a matter of how much less? You're leaving with less. It's just a matter how much less. And when that is at stake, then I have, I, have, I have no pity. I have no sympathy for judges that don't get it right. For whatever reason. Whether it's just incompetence or corruption. Whatever. And I'm not afraid to say it. And I'll continue saying it until I drop dead. If it needs to be said. But... That aside, let's say we're going to get what these men deserve. A fair fight, a fight where it's left in the ring, a fight where it's on the merit of the two fighters, where the best man will win. And I think that that will be Crawford. I will not be shocked. I, I think he wins a decision, but I will not be shocked. If with what I just laid out with his power, with his ability to display that power in so many different ways, I would not be shocked if he was to hurt Spence before the night's over. Yep. And the Bring us the lines and all that stuff. Do we have them? Yep. And we got the line. We're, like I said, it was minus. Um, we're, up, we're up to minus 175 uh, on Crawford, plus 135 on um, Spence. And the over-under... We had the over at uh, you want light glasses over, over minus over, over, over minus two seventy under plus one eighty five ten and a half rounds. First of all, before we get to the under, over, I just go with the side. I'm gonna I'm not gonna ignore. I think it's like an even fight, but I'm gonna ignore the lines. I'm just going with the guy I think is gonna win. Yeah, and that's who you should always go with for all the reasons I just hopefully laid out in a proper fashion. I'm going with Crawford. I, I think Crawford's winning the fight. Mm -hmm. But I, I wish I was laying a little less. Yep. But I, I think Crawford. Now, give me the under over again. 
at the over, they like the over. It's minus 270. You got to lay a lot of wood over 10 and a half, under plus 185. I'm, I'm going to grab the under because of what I just said. I'm going to yep. stand by my word. I say it, I got to live by it. I think there's a chance. I'm, I'm, again, I'm calling her probably go the distance, but I think it's worth a small wager, a proper wager, a reasonable wager within your realm of reason. Don't bet over your head. Bet with your head. Well, you heard that somewhere. <laughs> uh, listen, only bet what you can afford to bet, please, if you bet, or just watch the fight at the end of the day, because we are not asking you to bet. But you wackos out there that say, oh, he's going to go bet. Did you see what else Teddy and Kenneth do? They, not only did they mispronounce fights and, and, and fight his name and, and give you the wrong name last week, but they also told you you need to bet. No, we're not doing that. You need to watch. You need to enjoy. You need to take a deep breath, like me. And relax every once in a while. It's all love. It's all good. I will take the line, and I will take a little venture, a reasonable venture, on the under. Because I, like it. I think that he's got a chance before the night is over to hurt Crawford. Spence. Uh, to hurt Spence, I'm sorry. There's another one for you. So I just <laughs> want to give you a little bit more, just a little more ammo to shoot at me. It's okay. I I I can be like what's the guy's name? Uh, William Tell. No, the, what's the guy's name in The Matrix? Remember, mm-hmm. what was his name? Neo. Neo. I could dodge. I could dodge a little bit. At the end of the day, I take the side of Crawford. And I will take, like I said, a little other fun bet to put on the under, thinking that maybe Mr. Crawford will be displaying all these special abilities that I said against another special fighter in Spence. Yep. And before I say, I bought these men. By the way, I gotta say this because I don't, I, I don't get the chance to say this too often because I only say what I feel I know and what I believe. Both these men have good corners, good trainers. And then boxing, that's not an automatic. I'm sorry to say, it's really not. You got a lot of guys there that throw towels on their shoulders that that are there with a fighter, that are there, you know, and the fighter makes it to spite of them quite far. But they don't teach them nothing. They don't improve them at all. It's the same old stuff. Either the fighter's got it or he all got it. These guys do what trainers are meant to do. They teach. They improve their guys. They have their guys always, always ready for what they're going to face in that ring. It should be a good one. Hey, guys, before we wrap, I want to give another shout-out to our friends at MyBookie. Right now, MyBookie is doing a giveaway of two Everlast gloves signed by our man Dustin Poirier, along with some of Dustin's Poirier hot sauce. To enter the win, all you need to do is have a deposit in the past 90 days with MyBookie. Like the contest post, which we've linked in our show notes, and follow the MyBookie account on Instagram or Twitter. Good luck, and be sure to bet responsibly. Boom. Well, before we say goodbye, I just want to point out to you that my kids are out there talking to the proprietor of the Trinity Boxing Club, Martin Snow. So I'm sure, to set, I'm sure they're going to have I feel got a work and a room. He is literally in Manhattan, outside this beautiful gym. He... He is 
traffic copying them. He is moving them around as, like people, as pedestrians are trying to find a way to walk past this. These, these four beautiful children of Ken uh, that are working in, walking in a circular motion for the last 15 minutes with Martin Snow to warm up to come in here to get boxing lessons with me. Um, and the pedestrians, the, the pedestrians are being really good about it because they're, they're trying their best not to well, bump into a kid. size of Martin is about 6'4", 285. But listen, guys, watch Thursday. This episode is going to air on Tuesday. It's this coming Thursday prior to the fight. There'll be a full fight plan. It's incredible. We've already recorded it. Please tune in. You're going to enjoy it on YouTube Thursday night. Rob will send out all the social media, media alerts. And please... Tune in Monday after the fight for a full breakdown on all the analysis of the action. This is going to be a good one. There'll be lots to discuss. And uh, thank you guys for being with us.